1: Welcome to Morning Glory, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about today. We're about to talk to uh, Robbie Slater about the, the Matildas. Uh, of things are really shaping up for them. Some big results overnight. We're going to talk about some crucial matches in the NRL this weekend. Webby's going to chat about the Wallabies and uh, also Peter Bowl in that situation through the week when he was cleared. Uh, Movie of the week Jojo Rabbit, Sydney Morning Heralds, Andrew Webster. Webo, how are you, brother?
0: Hi, Maddie.
1: Feeling good? How you doing, mate? Yeah. You haven't met a tack any drifters of late? No, uh, I haven't, actually. Or rooster no, supporters?
0: No. Oh, I had a rooster supporter slow down to the other day and say, when are you going to start writing some positive rooster stories? And I said,
1: when you win some more games. Yeah, oh, which will be tomorrow, too. And they have, yeah. Yeah, they have. Uh, Prince of Pennant Hills. Yeah. Um, Ben Hogarth, how are you, Ben? I am looking pensive this morning.
2: I'm very well. I am in a good mood. I had, I, a gr- you, I had a great day yesterday. I can tell you're on. I um I met the great Gene Miles yesterday up in Queensland for an for an interview, and it was fantastic. What a legend! What a legend! Legend. And did had some stories. Did he talk
0: about um when he replaced Wally as he captain? did, and he Ooh. talked
2: about their fractured relationship at mm. that at that time, and how it's taken nearly. God, it's taken nearly thirty years for it to get back to where it is now. Best friends again, he can confirm. Uh, but it was um, it was Just really great, really great chat.
1: People do fall out sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, sweet hey, sweet Gibber. Hey, going Gibber. Good, Matty. How are you, boys? Going good, mate. Your big segment's coming up. What the young people are saying.
2: Yep. Have... Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be my final hurrah. So I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. I've go gone real it. easy. Social media, bad gifts, but today. This one's going to blow your socks off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> hope it's gnarly as shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <Blue Caban laughs> in a bar Campy.
3: Mate, feeling very good, very good. Big game, big game this weekend. The boys, I can just feel something special. I can feel it. and uh, Baby's I mean, on the way soon I too. Who the which boys? Is the, the Bronx boys, mate. Oh, sorry. You, we play, you, you, play for other, you play for various hey, clubs. Look, I didn't know hey, you. I get it. As a New South Welshman, you just kind of don't know who you support. As a Queenslander, <laughs> we stay loyal, mate. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> right? Roll the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, earlier
1: this week, the Matildas <laughs> kept their World Cup uh, dreams alive. Incredible 4-0 uh, win over Canada, but some big results overnight. Some big uh, sides been eliminated. And once again, we welcome one of Australia's greatest footballers, Robbie Slater.
4: Robbie, how are you, pal? Yeah, not too bad. I'm in the mood to piss some people off as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mate,
1: you should hear what you say about Absolutely. people in the ad breaks. We're the greatest backstabbers in the world. Oh, eh? Yeah.
4: Uh, oh, mate, I love backstabbing. There's nothing better than... <laughs> uh, we call them, the in the A-League days, when we used to travel around, the cusp bus. we used to call it. Mate. And we used to just, mate, we used to just backstab everyone. <laughs> mate, it's so good. It's like, I love it when winners fail. It just makes you feel better about yourself. There's nothing better than a fallen hero. It makes you feel, it makes, it makes, it makes you feel good about yourself. You know? But, Robbie,
0: you, you, yeah, look, you, 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 you just say it out loud. I mean, you just, you just shoot from the hip. Like, you've given to the poor... Matilda's coach. They made the round of 16 without Sam Kerr playing a minute. Are you going to backtrack? Are you going to apologise? Can you give me a wrap?
4: No, no, no. I I give him full credit that he listened to me. (laughs) And that he he took it on board and it it brought success. I told him to change the system. He changed the system. Caitlin Ford went out to the left wing. Mary Fowler, the superstar, comes on. A potential superstar and, and changes the game. So... Now, well done, Tony. Uh, I'm right on li- listen, I tipped the Matildas to win this tournament before the tournament, mm. and the good old yeah uh, you know, they, they, you know, the reason why I was pissed off with him was because the first two games were dead set ordinary, and it didn't look like they were gonna progress, but it to be fair to him you give credit where credit's due, he changed it, he changed the system. He still didn't use his subs as much as he could. He only brought on three when. At 3-0, he should have been just bringing some of the players that might be needed later in the tournament. Uh, but anyway, it was a very, very positive night. And I think the dead certainties to beat uh, Denmark and probably will play France in the, in the quarterfinals.
1: I tell you, things are shaping up for us. I mean, some of the sides eliminated Brazil, Italy, Germany yeah. overnight. Um, 4-0 over Canada. Look, Robbie, in terms of not just women's football, but but football in Australia, what an important victory.
4: Yeah. Sorry, say that again, Maddie, uh, a
1: really a really important victory as far as football in Australia.
4: Yeah. Yeah, look it was, and, and I'm not one I'm very careful about these moments when everyone says, Ah, oh, you know, the sleeping giant has has awoken. I mean, spare me. Um Look, the simple reality is it's a great moment. Hopefully this they will leave a legacy and I hope they go on and win it. But for football in Australia, um, like as in the local game, yeah, it continues and will continue to struggle because whether we like it or not, we live in a country where football is not the number one sport. I think what this World Cup, Women's World Cup, and many people already know, it's the world game and it's yep. been brought to our shores. Um, but uh, if... If it's going to change the future of Australian football, look, I'm sure in the short term there's going to be lots of new players for the game, young girls and young boys. And, you know, it's going to enjoy that, you know, period. And yeah. in the afterglow of when this World Cup leaves, but yeah. mate, there's a lot of work I, yeah. for the A League because that's the one I'm talking about. A League men's, A League women's. There's a lot of work uh, to be done to lift that competition back to where it was well, four Robbie, or five years ago. Well,
1: Robbie, if you look like if look at, say, AFL and, and uh, Rugby League, yeah. if the very best players would go offshore and play in another competition, well, you know, our
4: competition yeah, wouldn't tough. be what it is. No, that's right. And that's what you know. The, the best players, the very best players here, are always going to aspire to play overseas like we always have done since the pioneers of Johnston, Mitchell, Krunšovic, myself, Arnold. Uh, which paved the way for all the rest that have gone over. And people should realise that although we don't have players in the top competitions uh, overseas, we're certainly doing the girls. Like, you know, Caitlin Ford at Arsenal and Steph Catley at Arsenal. Sam Kerr, the best player in the world at Chelsea. Um, See, even our Matildas don't play here. They play overseas. A lot, you know, some of them play in America and, of course, on the continent. So... That's the trouble for the game in this country, is that uh, geography and a lot of, you know, for what it is, it hurts us. Um, and the fact that it's not the number one game. And AFL and Rugby League are the number one games, not by a little bit, by an absolute country mile. And in the last four or five years, they've gone further away from from the A-League. But, yeah, you know, hopefully the A-League will... Look, I think the game in this country just needs to find a level which I think it had four or five years ago where it sits amongst the sporting landscape comfortably not it's never going to be at the top but if it's somewhere you know around the middle and it's getting decent following um, you know that's all, all you can hope for but on the other hand we can celebrate our Socceroos and our Matildas you know when we have these big tournaments
3: Mate uh, with the Matildas they actually it's an. Incredible win, you know, obviously 4-0. But it's been such a, I guess, so much has happened for the Matildas in this camp. And they've also got almost puzzles to solve heading into their next game with Sam Kerr coming back. Do you think that... How do they handle, I guess, the elation of winning 4-0? You know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but you also want to make sure that you, you know, celebrate it and then you bring Sam Kerr in. Is that going to, you know, I guess, unbalance the side? How do they approach this game?
4: Look, I don't think... Oh, look, I I think, um, you know, I would, you know, sometimes you can say they've beaten Canada for the Olympic gold medals. Have they had their grand final or, or, you know, is that the highest they can get to? You know, all that sort of thing. But no, this this team believes it's going to win the World Cup. Mm. Believe you me. They they believe that. uh, That's how they talk. And I believe they can. And that's why they won't get ahead of themselves because they know, you know, they got themselves into a bit of a corner uh, when they were beaten by Nigeria. But... You know, they came out. And what was impressive about Canada, it just wasn't a win, lucky win or a a very close game. And, you know, they snuck home 2-1. They made a statement. They made a statement of knocking out, you know, the sixth-ranked team in the world, the Olympic gold medalists, and they absolutely smashed them. And I think this will just give them the taste for the tournament. Denmark is well within their grasp. Uh, which would launch them into the quarterfinals. So, the, the on Kerr, I don't think she'll play Monday. There's no way she's going to start Monday. Mm. I don't think you can change that team uh, that just beat 4 0, you know, Canada. And that's not because she's not good enough to start, but yeah, you know, she's coming back from a soft tissue injury. I've still got doubts whether, she, you know, she's going to, you know, cross fingers and everything else that she does. But um, as you guys, some of you guys well know, I, a calf injury is very, very tricky. Yeah. Hey, mm. Robbie
2: Ben here, mate. Hey, are you we were talking hey, about the growth of the sport, uh, like in Australia and the popularity. Are you, be you surprised by how <laughs> much the Australian like public and the ratings, the TV ratings of the World Cup for Matilda's games have just exploded
1: mate. four times? Yeah, the Ashes, the Ashes on the final day, mm-hmm. incredibly important it. game. Just four times
4: incredible. the ratings, incredible. Are you, it, are you, it is incredible. Yeah, are you surprised yeah, look, by I, how big it's been? I, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I knew the tournament was going to be massive. I said it in columns before the tournament because I know how big Paris was. Paris was a real landmark World Cup for, for for the women, and it just went through the roof. I knew it would be this. It would be big here, but quite as big as you know the stats you just mentioned. No, yeah, I think anyone who says they're not surprised by that is just simply. Bullshitting, basically. Um, because that is, if you, if someone were to tell you 10 years ago that the Matilda's playing a game, even if it was the World Cup, and the last day of an Ashes series, that that's, you know, and Australia were going for the first time in 21 years to win a series, we know they held on to the Ashes, and you said four times, like four times, no, you'd be crazy.
0: Robbie, today in the uh, Telegraph, um, you just you compared Mary Fowler to Kylian Mbappe. It's
4: a fair rap. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. it <laughs> <laughs> pissed you off? No, I loved it.
0: Robbie, <laughs> I love your comments. No, no, no look, I I love
4: your stuff, mate. Because you have a no, crash? No, look, look, look. And well, I just uh, pff, I just it. think the 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 impact she can have on this team. I don't think she knows how good she's gonna she can be. Mm. Uh, I think she's that good. She's very young like Mbappe was in 2018, he was a 19-year-old, um, and and just her skill set. Now She's not as fast. She doesn't have the same attributes, i.e. as Mbappe, in respect to her skill set. She's fast, but not as fast, but she's got wonderful feet. She can do things that no-one else in the Australian team can do. She's got that kind of technique. And, you know, the, the belief that she can have in herself... If she if she grasps that, I think she can be an absolute superstar. Right, uh, right next to to Sam Kerr in respect to world football for for the women's and and in this World Cup, this could be you know with Sam Kerr struggling with injury and not starting, uh, this could be her chance to make that statement. Because if Sam Kerr hadn't have got injured, inverted commas, uh, she in all likelihood would have started from the bench in in all the most of the games because. When Kerr's fit, it's Kerr and Caitlin Ford, the Arsenal striker, that are preferred to up front. But look, it's a big, uh, it's a, it's it's a big statement. But I, I think that um, she can have that kind of impact, the same as Kylian Mbappe did on in France in 2018. Mate,
0: I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I compared uh, Eddie Jones to Tony Soprano in my column in the Herald today. So <laughs> mate, you're more than welcome to write whatever you
4: want.
3: mate. Yeah. Uh, with uh, you know. We obviously have been tuning in, to 2.2 million people watching, but obviously it's a big Rugby League yeah. AFL fans. Do you think the girls aren't getting enough appreciation for the fact they're missing Sam Kerr? You know, they've done this without arguably one of the best players, if not the best player in the world. Do you think the girls are yeah. getting enough credit for that?
4: Well, they certainly are in certain areas. You would hope so. I mean, uh, you yeah, look, there was criticism, uh, obviously, as you pointed out, you guys pointed out in the second game, and the first game wasn't, wasn't wasn't an entirely uh, fantastic performance, although they got the result. Lucky they did. Um, but I think I think the Canada game, they're getting the credit they deserve, and and they do deserve it. And that's what made it more impressive uh, that win over Canada. It was done without Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr has scored so many goals for the Matildas and got them out of so many tricky situations over the years. But she hasn't been there, and the girls and the coach got his system right. Uh, and put out a team that that believed in itself and, as I said, made a statement. But I think we're going to see on Monday probably more records being being broken by the Matildas because that's all everyone is talking about. And for God's sake... When you see Albo making statements about the the Matildas every, uh, you know, every uh, ten minutes, you know that the bandwagon's truly on the road. Oh
1: mate, and I tell you what, Pauline Hansen said some lovely things. To
4: say. <laughs> <laughs> hey
1: Robbie, mate, really appreciate your time again this morning, pal.
4: Yeah, good on you guys. Hopefully, you, uh, might be speaking to you next week, and we might be looking forward to a quarterfinal. Let's hope so. Yeah, oh, fingers
1: yeah. crossed. Big game Monday against Denmark. We're gonna take a break. Webster next.